Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Slut Sermons. Woo! Those were beautiful chimes. Thank you. Um, so on today's episode, we're going to do something a little different. I have a very, very, very special guest that's sitting right next to me. <laughs> My soul sister, Lisa Marie. What up, y'all? Oh, y'all, Lisa is the shit. Uh, I met Lisa Marie via Instagram, actually. We've been on the internet world together for, (laughs) I think, like two years now or something. Something like that. And Lisa Marie, we connected because, how did we even start this? We connected because of trauma-informed yoga. Trauma-informed yoga. Queen's Got Skills, shout her out. Oh, yeah. Queen's of the Underworld. Romina, we love you. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think we had the same, like, lingerie set in some of our photos. The weed one. Yeah. The weed one, and I was like, yo. Okay, because I had this lingerie set, y'all, with this pot leaf on it, and I thrifted it in Vegas, and Lisa Marie lives here in Phoenix, and I was like, holy fucking titties. I had that! And she was like, dude, you're the shit. And I was like, no, you're the shit. Then we found out we had the same astrology. Oh, my God. like, Aries, Sun, Gemini, Moon. I was like, oh, we about to be besties. (laughs) (laughs) And we really are. I showed up in Phoenix, and um, she's like, come to my house. I just got this gong, and I'm trying to do sound healing on you. And I was like, fuck, yes, blast me off. (laughs) And so sure enough, I show up at her house, and it was like we'd known each other. Forever. Like, the eye contact, I'll never forget it. (laughs) We're doing it right now. Uh, it's just a remembering we've been doing this shit for lifetimes oh i love you you're so cool (laughs) um so i wanted lisa marie to be on this with me because she has opened so many doors for me in my consciousness um lisa tell us a little bit about you about me yeah like who are you who am I? And also, she's, like, rubbing her throat right now. She just got this sick-ass throat tattoo in Costa Rica. It is fucking beautiful. <laughs> Shanks. Um, I am a human being having an experience. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're a divine being having a human experience. That is true. Thank you for the correction. Of course. I'm an infinite spiritual being having a human incarnation. And I don't know, you know, I am a lot of things. I'm a mom and a wife and a healer and a student and a teacher and an earth lover and a friend and a sister and an auntie. And I'm so many things, multifaceted. You're a superwoman. (laughs) Superwoman. And you teach yoga in such a way, like... I've never experienced yoga like yours before. Because you blend like vinyasa and kundalini and you're just a free-flowing ass, gangsta ass bitch. <laughs> like, I love that you're like super spiritual, but you're also like a G. Straight gotta up. keep a G. You're a fucking you gotta G. You got to keep a G. You be <laughs> rolling up to the yoga studio on your fucking caddy, dude. <laughs> murdered like, out caddy. Murdered out Cadillac. Like, bringing out her her gong. Like, I'm like, yes, this is my girl. <sighs> gotta uh, keep it real, you know? Came from the streets. I gotta keep it OG. <laughs> yeah, where are you from? 
I'm Callie. I grew up in Southern California, podunk desert town that nobody's ever heard of. But if you're from Cali, you've heard of Palmdale. It's about 40 minutes from there in a little tiny Mojave desert town. And then when I was 10, I moved to Ventura, California. Which is by the beach, right? Which is the beach town. Which is probably what inspired your your leg tattoo my whole leg sleeve is inspired by my time on the beach i love it you have such great work done so i claim ventura as my home but really uh, i'm from yeah just all around southern california and you're half mexican right i'm halfer yep halfer half breed (laughs) (laughs) i love it you're so beautiful like you belong in the the hot desert which is why you're here in the Phoenix area. Yeah, I'm the- trying to rise up out of the mashes, you know. You know, <laughs> Phoenix why. style. I came to AZ on a two-year mission thinking I'd be back in Cali real quick. And I've been here for 17 years. I love it here. Every time I come to the Southwest, I... I have to I have to come to your house. <laughs> I, I fucking have to. Oh my god, I love it. Um yeah, and your husband is fucking amazing too. He is. Y'all, Lisa Marie and her husband Aaron are like fucking goals for real. Y'all been together 17 years? 17 years. They got two kids, mm-hmm. 16 and 11. Ugh. They're also angels. I'm like part of your family. Yeah. Straight up. We adopted Kelsey. <laughs> she's like, an aunt. I she's am. She's a sister auntie. I really am. She's living in my but my spare bedroom right now. Yeah, that's where we, that's where we are. <laughs> that's where we are. Her house is fucking zen as fuck, y'all. She has like crystals and candles and plants everywhere. And yeah, you do such a good job. I look up to you. Thanks. Proud of you. Thanks. So, what is this um, relationship work that you're doing? Can you tell oh, me? The relationship work is everything. You know, Yogi Bhajan says that relationships are the highest yoga right? Relationships union. And that's what yoga is. It's union. So it's union with self, mind, body, spirit, but it's also union with everything that is. And union with another human being is, it's, it's a lot of work. (laughs) That's what yoga is. It's work. It's a path of self-discovery. And through relationship, we learn more about ourselves and how we operate as an individual ultimately dictates how we operate within a partnership and relationship work has kind of like become my new jam I guess in the last um, year or so my man kind of stepped up and has been doing more of his own healing work with this awesome group called Sacred Sons you should check them out and everybody Um, and now we are kind of stepping into this realm of doing work with other couples because Not only do we have the real world experience of being together 17 years and all that comes with that, but we're both doing our shit, you know, we're in the healing realm, we're working through our own shadows and doing our own trainings and learning more about all the different modalities that are available in the healing world and coming together and trying to work now to help other couples. I've seen your work in action. I've seen it and I've seen you in circles. I've seen, well, I haven't been in your men's circles with Aaron because, <laughs> duh. but I've seen the progress that he's made even in the last year. Yeah, Y'all Aaron. Okay. So when I got here to Phoenix, this trip, 
I like just had a bad breakup. It was like I was in a rough spot. I was all I was literally like a sw- <laughs> I was like abused. I had like bruises all over me. Uh oh. and I it was rough, dude. And I showed up here and it was Valentine's Day on top of all that motherfucking shit. Mm-hmm. And I show up here and they had my Lisa Marie had my room all ready for me. And Aaron had a valentine for me he got me he was gonna make me cry it's so sweet he got me like this essential body oil and like this like rose body spray for your heart chakra and like a face mask like ready for me in my room like and on Aaron and on my pillow and Aaron like greeted me when I got here he was like because you were teaching yoga mm-hmm. he's like welcome sister here's your valentine i was like oh my god i was all crying and shit Uh, so i really believe in the work that you're doing i think it's really important and y'all have definitely been a great model for me because it's hard out here when you grow up in a shitty situation like you don't have a good model a good frame of reference for what relationship should look like and family should look like should I don't want to say should, but you know what I can. mean. Can can yeah, what it can look like. What I want it to look like. Yeah, and you know, like neither of us had a good model either, and ultimately that's why we've had to create the model ourselves because both of us have trauma as children. Neither of us had parental figures that we could look to for healthy relationships, um, and so we had the like you know very typical we're gonna give our kids what we never had and we just like we're both Aries so we're just like we're fucking making this shit happen (laughs) we're doing it and it doesn't matter and it doesn't mean that we haven't struggled or fought or you know like had our issues we definitely have that's what that's what makes our work what it is but we definitely have had to create the model that we want to see Mm. and it's it's not it's not anywhere really like it's very rare we're the only couple I know honestly that has the type of relationship we have we have some friends that have been together for a while also but even they're like that they're they're just yeah We're, we're the only couple I really know who's like us and that can be hard you know but I see the potential for other couples to do the same thing yeah because it, it can happen it's not just us we're not in some exclusive club of like we had a great life and we can show you how to also it's like no we had a fucked up life and then we had to turn it around and make our life great so that we could provide that example for our children and for everyone in our community like a phoenix yep and here we are in phoenix <laughs> what do you know yeah y'all are doing a great job and you keep it and he keeps it real too and y'all keep it real like as a couple as a family like y'all I went (laughs) they had some friends in town friends and family that came to visit (laughs) and they know I'm a stripper right duh everybody knows their kids know it's no secret like they keep it anything from the kids they keep it real as fuck (laughs) I love it but yeah Lisa Marie and Aaron and their friends came and saw me at work. So, like, yes, they are the, this conscious couple, but they're not holier than thou. They're, like, in these streets. You know, <laughs> in these streets. And you had your big-ass hoe hoops on. I was like, fuck yeah. Kel- Yo, Kelsey convinced me to wear 
full face of makeup and fake eyelashes for the first time. And I don't even know when the last time I wore the fake eyelashes was. I have to admit, though, it was pretty fun. Like, it was like a nice avatar of like, damn, I look fine as hell. Like, right? Mm, I'd be looking cute. Hell yeah. Yeah, I don't really, I hadn't even worn makeup at that point in about two weeks because I was straight out of the jungle. By the way, that was one week post-jungle ayahuasca <laughs> vibes. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I'm going to integrate back up in the strip club right now. <laughs> Hell yeah. Because that's what it means to be a human. That's contrast, you know? It's like if we go too far into like the I'm so conscious, like, oh, my whole life is like meditation and journaling and yoga and like all of that, and we forget about what is going on in the masses – then our message can't be as easily received because we're just projecting this like, I'm up here and you're down here. Like, no, we're all unity consciousness is what I preach. Like the whole separation of the spiritual community is I guess one of my like pet peeves of like, you know, the Puritan yogi of like, I don't need any substance. I live on breath alone. Like this is, this is all fucking bullshit. These false gurus and fake idols and preachers and teachers who are supposed to be sending a message of unity and oneness, but are only really furthering separation and division by putting themselves up on a pedestal or, you know, separating themselves into I'm more conscious than you or you're not on my level or, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's It's fucking bullshit. I hate that shit. And it all comes back to, for me, because like, I can, I see people doing it because I'm getting a master's degree and I can see people being like, I don't know, like throwing their education around or their status or like whatever around like they're better or different and it's like bitch no we drink the same water you know like get the fuck out of here and a lot of that also comes back to compassion like i i made a podcast a few podcasts ago about like having family members that aren't as like aware and able to be accepting of other people and it's, I think, my goal to, like, have compassion for people who can't have compassion. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. Give compassion to the folks without it. Exactly. And whether they pick up on it or not, it's not your problem. It's not. It's not your problem at all. I mean, that's the thing about this whole, like, I think, awakening process that's happening on planet Earth right now is we have this whole dialogue of, like, I'm woke and you're not woke or, you know, I'm more woke than you and this and that. And like all of this kind of, like I'm saying, furthering of the separation. But what it all comes back to is like, like you said, we all drink the same water. We all bleed the same color. We're all made of the same flesh. We all came from the same earth. We all incarnated on this planet at this time for a reason. So what are we doing if we're all just in this whole like, you know, the the other thing is like the cultural thing, you know, which is like a really like, I know, sticky conversation and topic that can be easily triggered, triggering for people. But it's like, we've all been here before. This is not our first time in this skin suit. Okay. Skin like suit. we came here on a mission on a soul's evolutionary journey. This is not just like, what did I come here to experience as a human? That's part of it. But it's like, what did my soul sign up for? this time and it's usually an evolutionary journey of many lifetimes Mm. 
And we've all incarnated as different races, different colors, different continents, different family situations, different levels of income, of you know, status, circumstance, all of that. We've all been all of it before so many times. Yeah, if energy is never created or destroyed, then it's just recycled. Word. <laughs> That's fucking physics. <laughs> so true. Cheers to that. Cheers. We're, We're drinking, drinking tea. tea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I love God. you. I love you too. Oh. <laughs> what well, did we just get back from doing, Kels? Well, we just did a little damn tea. <laughs> I like to call it Dream Machine Team. I love DMT. DMT. Yeah. What is DMT? Di- Do you know like the the long word? Go di- for it. Dimethyltryptamine. Tryptamine. Mm-hmm. Trypto. <laughs> I don't know. No. The T word. The Google T-word. it. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Google it. And there's a lot of different forms of DMT too. Um, there's NMDMT and 5-MeO DMT and DMT can be synthesized differently in the brain depending on what kind of uh, source it comes from. But, yeah, we just did some DMT. We did. It was Our beautiful. Our DMT um, is coming from uh, Mimosa Hostilis. Oh, nice. It's a root bark. Take the root and do a bunch of stuff. And there's a mimosa tree. Is that what you're talking it's about? The same thing. No shit. Yeah. It's no a root shit. bark. So you dig into the roots and then... The bark on the exterior of the root is what has the DMT in it. Y'all, Lisa Marie is also an herbalist. She went to school for herbalism, right? See, 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 Mama Sita. I'm working on my Spanish, y'all. <laughs> She's doing good. Um, yeah, that's part of my like ancestral healing. So we talked about me being half. So I have half Mexican and then half white, and my half Mexican side really wants to honor my ancestors and my lineage by picking up espanol so i'm trying i'm learning you're doing great and your hair is like representative of your mexican heritage sure. too My her hair is like down to her ass yeah it's beautiful um but yeah the herbalism i that was actually the gateway into everything for me before yoga i was an herbalist before everything the plants were really my very first you know gateway into the whole realm of spirituality and consciousness and psychedelics psychedelic well yeah yeah you know psychedelics have been a part of my life since i was in the womb no shit (laughs) yeah i don't even think i you know this story oh my god tell um my mom was 40 when she got pregnant with me and i was like a big surprise child like she didn't think she could conceive kids anymore and she didn't know she was pregnant with me for a while because she was already, like, thinking she was going through, like, premenopause stuff. Holy shit. And so, and my mom and dad were, like, off-gritters, and they were, you know, experimenting. They were, like, real OG hippies, and they were growing cannabis and doing psychedelics and all that kind of stuff. And my mom did some LSD while she was pregnant with me. Fuck She didn't yeah. know. She didn't know yet, you know. No, that's like, fucking but, sick. Yeah, so I was in the womb getting that little dose. <laughs> and I'm sure that definitely plays a part in who I am now. Ugh, you're so cool. You know when that download came too? Um, and then I had to like confirm with my dad because that was just a transmitted message from spirit. I was like, did my mom do LSD while she was pregnant with me? And I had to ask my dad and he said, yeah. But it was when I was watching Stranger Things. Holy shit. You know that scene where, yeah, she goes into the tank the first time and she connects with her mom. (gasps) And she, like, figures out that she had this, like, you know, LSD connection with her mom. Whoa. Yeah. 
Damn. So, Damn. yeah. But my work with psychedelics really didn't take on the what it is now until just a couple years ago. Like, before it was always just, like, to, to party or to, you know, go on a trip. Feel. Yeah, have fun, all that. But now the way I use psychedelics is definitely in more of a healing context, mm-hmm. more of a ceremonial mm. vibe, which makes it so much more potent. Oh, my God. It increases everything. Like, I've smoked DMT, I think, three times before today. And then today with you, I don't, I was gone, y'all. I was out of this world. Where did we go? I don't know. I asked Kelsey, I said, have you ever blasted off with DMT? She's like, I don't think so. I'm like, oh, you'd know if you had. Uh, Yeah, I never have. And then the second time we went in this tonight, she was like, she even said when she, she went, she was like going down, head first towards the carpet. She's like, oh, I'm gone. (laughs) Oh, I'm gone. I'm out of here. Bye. And I was, I don't know where. Went. it was beautiful it kind of felt like ayahuasca different like color schemes and patterns but similar like i had the same i get this feeling with psychedelics sometimes when it's like an intense trip not microdosing that's different but like when i'm like going there i get this like weird I don't know how to describe it. I don't even know what it is, but it's like this thing that settles over me and I just get real. I don't know. Like I like sound and like feeling everything. I'm, I'm just like, oh, wait, I'm just like a human on this little planet, like doing this little thing in this little life. But I'm also like able to switch between realms and like play, like let my soul like go and just be. I love psychedelics. Me too. They're the best. They peel back the veil, you know? Fuck the veil. The veil of illusion that we all live under in our waking, like, sober, like, regular life, you know? But, I mean, for me now, I feel like the veil's so thin on a day-to-day. I don't even have to be on psychedelics. I feel like I'm high all the time. Same. I'm just like, I look at the sky, I'm like, wow, am I tripping? Like, it's so beautiful. Like, look at the trees. Look at the trees. Mm-hmm. Look at the air. Yeah. <laughs> look at the ground. It's all so beautiful. That's one of the gifts of psychedelics when you start to work with them more ceremonially. And, you know, when you do um, use the medicine as medicine instead of as drugs aka or whatever you want to call it um the medicine reveals to you the truth and Mm, it's so real yeah it's just it's all beautiful it's like you don't you need less and less too yeah you need to trip less the more aware you become of like you are the trip you're already it like you you are the medicine you are the medicine yeah i love that that's been your like mantra lately the mantra that's what the ayahuasca you are me. the medicine that was the message it was like everything you're seeking you're already it like, it's already in you yeah and that kind of makes sense too like if everything is one then everything that you want to be you already are exactly <laughs> mind exploded preach preach sis <laughs> And I love that you're also like getting really into sound healing and your um and your voice, voice. which is why you got this sick ass throat tattoo, y'all. It is yeah. so fucking beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. I, it makes me want to get one. Ugh. Well, it was such an evolution over about a week's time. You know, like I was like, 
I really, I originally didn't really plan on getting my throat tattooed. Like it, it popped into my consciousness as a thought, but then I was like, no, cause I'll be judged. And I'm trying to get this corporate client right now. I can't have my throat blasted by a tattoo. And you know, um, then I was like, oh, I'm gonna get my hands. And then I was going to have my chest tattooed. And then it was, it's a, it's a long story to take up this whole podcast, but bottom line is I had, there was a chest tattoo in the works, kind of like already semi-designed or like planned out. And then I broke out in a huge jungle rash on my chest, right where I was supposed to get tattooed. In Costa Rica. (laughs) In Costa Rica. And then my tattooer friend that was going to do it, she was like, well, I guess it's supposed to be your throat. And I was like, okay, this is what we're doing then. And it was a very... It was it was a huge spiritual initiation. It was a hand poked tattoo. It was my first mm. time being hand poked mm. and on my on throat, the fucking throat, on like throat. on the fucking larynx and shit. On my whole throat, yeah. Ooh. It's an activation. You know, I've been doing the sound healing for about. I mean, I've been doing it for about seven years, but really, like doing it, doing it, like deeply for maybe three. I don't know. Time is weird. I can't tell sometimes how long I've been doing things, but a few years with the sound healing and then the gong manifestation was about a year ago. That was major. So cool. And then this year it's been about your voice. voice. I love your voice. voice. The voice is the medicine. And I've been so like conditioned to hate my voice and not like the sound of the way I sing and even my voice on this. Like when I listen to this podcast, I'm probably gonna be judging the fuck out of my voice. Let it go. I know. People are going to love it. Don't y'all love it? <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, we love it. It's, I know it's just me. It's all just bullshit. It's still conditioning. I'm still working through the shit. Yep. It's, it's an unlearning. So. Well, I'm proud of you. But now I'm singing. You're singing. Mm-hmm. You've been, we've been singing all motherfucking day, y'all. Mm-hmm. This song has been in our head. Mm-hmm. For, it's been like a like running joke in the house. Because <laughs> like, it's this song and we've all been singing it. It's in everyone's head. It's in everyone's head. Like Someone will be doing the dishes singing it. And we're like, hey, you got it. Someone will be like, you know, doing whatever chore and they're singing it. <laughs> and actually, when we opened this podcast, we started with some sound. We did some chimes. Yep. Yeah, Lisa Marie got these chimes, and they were made in Tennessee. What's up? Made by this awesome company called Tree Works in Tennessee. When I bought them, I was thinking about my Tennessee queen. I was like, oh, I got to get these made in Tennessee. (laughs) (laughs) Tennessee queen. And yeah, so uh, Lisa Marie does these classes their sound healing and yoga classes together she'll so she'll start with some breath breath work with her students me i'm talking about myself because i go to all her classes <laughs> when i'm here she'll start with some <clears throat> breath work a small meditation some asana which is movement and poses and then she'll start the sound healing and i i think it it heals your body on a cellular level does it not absolutely sound is like now you know getting all this scientific recognition Mm -hmm. because it's visible on tests and they can see it you know quantify it in data and analysis and all this i mean people have been knowing this shit for thousands of years but (laughs) now it's being recognized and validated through the scientific community because there's all these studies and one of them is where they take a sample of blood and they view it under a microscope and they see the cells um, kind of all squished together. If you imagine like a bunch of cells all crammed together, like, and then 
they have a sound healing session, gong particularly. The gong is like really heavily researched. And then after, they take another blood sample, put it under the microscope, and there's all this space in between the cells. And they're all just like floating around freely, like, you know, imagine the little cells dancing, like swimming around. Like there's all this space created. Mm, That's real. I mean, it is. It really is changing you on a cellular level. Like it's infiltrating your DNA and making real changes inside of your physical vessel. It's pretty awesome. I can attest to that. Like I said, when I first got here, I was literally like bruised up, like sad state. And you immediately, immediately you were like, oh, we're doing sound healing. And like took me back in your little Zen den and fucking blasted me with your gong, your crystal singing bowls, your maracas. What else do you got back there? You got all kind of shit. That chacapa. That's my new favorite healing tool. Um, tuning forks. Yeah, you already said that. Um, and like, what are the... Those are called tinkshas. Will you make a little sound with them? Yeah, here, hold my tea. Okay. Tinkshas. These are so fun. These are like typically used to start and begin like classes or whatever. I don't know how that translates. Oh, it translates. <laughs> Y'all can hear that, right? Of course. <sighs> yeah, they're pretty awesome. It's calming. It's so calming. I love sound. That's one thing that's great about sound, too, is it's, like, universally accepted. Because, like, who doesn't like music? I, I've never met anybody in my life that does not like music. Fucking like, psychos. I don't know who doesn't listen to music. Even anymore. deaf folks like music, I, yo. Like. I mean, everybody, like, resonates with music and sounds and tones and... Vibration. Vibration. Vibes, bro. It's all about the vibes, baby. Well, you're doing great work. I really love what you do. I hope to one day integrate your work into my work, but we'll keep that a secret until we develop it. Yeah, it's on the DL. You can't know about the secret plans. Because then you might steal our ideas. Yeah, stop stealing our shit. Just kidding. Nobody owns anything, though, really, actually. That's that's another pet peeve of mine. It was like, this happens a lot in the spiritual community. I was just talking to my good friend about this yesterday. She owns a studio. and Yoga studio? Yeah, yoga studio. She's been through the ringer with, like, other women in the spiritual community being like you stole my teachings on i don't want to give out too many things but like let's say the moon like you stole my moon teachings it's like yo you don't own the fucking moon like anybody can teach about the moon it's all of our moon or like you know uh, different things like mary magdalene or flower essences or essential oils or like name a fucking thing like anything people get real entitled to like ownership and this is another big thing it, it happened in the herbal community a few years ago it was a major thing of somebody trademarking this ancient herbal recipe called fire cider i don't know if you guys have heard of this but fire cider is like this og backwoods you know, medicine recipe where it's like throw a bunch of stuff, horseradish, garlic, onion, all kinds of things into some apple cider vinegar, let it sit for a month, strain it out, drink it. It's going to prevent colds, flus, sicknesses. It's been used for literally hundreds of years and it's called fire cider. And somebody thought it would be a good idea to trademark this shit and then Mm -hmm. shut down other small town mom and dad mom and pop herbal places and that's fucked up that were making fire cider that's for the almighty dollar exactly that's That's fucked up dude fuck greed that that happens so much even in this like spiritual community and in this healing community it's really fucked up because 
It's like nobody owns plants. Nobody owns the yoga. Nobody owns knowledge. any of this knowledge. You can't own knowledge. You can't. That's fucked up. And it's also fucked up that you'd want to like keep knowledge that would help people from them. Right. Yeah. Shame. 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 That's that's more of this like guru shit, you know? Girl, what does it mean? Okay, this this I was gonna ask you this. Okay. Um, what does it mean to you to be a healer today in twenty twenty? Um wow, it's such a big question. For me, it's healing myself so that I can be a lighthouse of healing for others. Nice. How can I best show up for myself, do my own work so that that can ripple out and others can either A, be inspired or B, learn from me or C, you know, take a note, maybe pick it up 10 years down the line, but it might have planted a seed, you know? Mm -hmm. And I really think to be a healer in this day and age, you need to be sharing the knowledge, sharing Mm -hmm. the gifts, because ultimately my goal is not to like keep a client forever. Like if I'm seeing a client, I'm working with them with psychedelics or sound or yoga or whatever. I hope that they can just pick that up and start doing that on their own. They mm-hmm. don't need to spend money on me forever because they're their own healer. You We're teach all... people how to heal themselves. Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's like there's memes about it and everything now, but it's the truth. Like yeah. a true healer teaches you how to heal yourself. Like there's there's a lot of this like, I keep talking about it, it's, but it's like a theme right now. It's been a huge lesson for me about, you know, guruing people. And there's a lot of this happening and, we won't say the name, the B, the ba- big bad B word in yoga, but this is a prime example. This dude, fuck him. This dude, y'all know him, created, didn't create, but... Nobody created nobody nothing. Nobody created it, but, you know, popularized the 26 Post set. Um, There's a documentary on Netflix about it. Yeah, watch it if you want to be disgusted and Ew. also learn some shit about some shit. But... Anyway, that's that's commonplace right now. It's not just him. It's literally everywhere. These people who get to this point of, I hold the knowledge and you're going to pay me for it and I'm going to heal you. That's and not that's bullshit. the way no, it works. That's not at all. You can pay someone for their time and their ability to teach you, but like they are not holier than thou like as a teacher don't you think that you learn as you teach oh 100 percent. a teacher is a student is a teacher is a student you have to be remain a constant student yeah if you're not humble enough to be a student you ain't teaching nobody nothing preach sis (laughs) ain't nobody better than nobody and that goes out to y'all out there listening like i know some of y'all like i don't know i don't know how to say this without sounding like a conceited as bitch but some people will be like i want to be like you or like i wish i was you like no dude don't i'm not better than you i'm not i'm just louder than you (laughs) i'm just joking um and but that's also like why i like to talk about the shit that i'm going through because i know that a lot of y'all are going through it too and that's why we're here is to go through it together and yeah, that's kind of, like, why I think I exist is to just, like, be um, a voice for peeps and for myself. But it just so happens that I am you and you are me and we are we. 
And we are all together. <laughs> Isn't that a Beatles song? Anyways. Come together. Yeah. Right now. Wait, wait, is that what I was singing? I don't know what you were singing. I just sing Come Together. Honestly, I'm not a big Beatles person. Like, <laughs> it's a little too white for my taste, honestly. <laughs> oh, fucking white dudes. Anyway. Um, you already have all of the answers within you, ladies and gentlemen, and non-gendering folks in the world. All peoples. All y'all peeps. And people not identifying as people, whatever you think you are. Whoa, really? That's a thing? <laughs> That's I hot. Don't know. That's hot. You know. I do try to stay really grounded in like, I'm a human, but like, we all know, we, we came from the stars. We're galactic beings. We are on earth this time though, so we need to be grounded. There's a balance between, right, we're the bridge. Like, so I sometimes get super like, in my like Vata airy, like astrology and like, cosmic consciousness and galactic center and aliens (laughs) and you know Sirius and Palladians and all of this but also it's good to remember like well I came to earth so (laughs) I bitches gotta stay grounded (laughs) bitches gotta stay grounded uh one of my favorite grounding tools is literally to just go outside and like put my feet on the ground it's the absolute best and what you always you've been talking about this a lot today going upside down yeah, well, for me and for some people, constitutionally, it's going to depend on who you like, how you resonate with that. Because for us, we're Aries, we're ruled by the head, mm. and it feels really good. Go some people, down. for like constitutionally, it does not feel good. Like, I know people who are just like, it does not feel good to me. Whoa. So, yeah, do that. But like for me, it actually grounds me to go upside down, like, yeah. flip the container. I think, flip the container. Yeah, I think of it of like a you know, like a bottle of juice, like a pulpy orange juice, right? It's sitting in the fridge, all the pulp settled to the bottom of the juice container. <laughs> and what do you do before you drink it? You got to shake, shake it up. Shake that shit up. So you got to mix it up. Like get all the heavy stuff that's settled to the bottom and shake it up. Flip like, it upside down. Yeah. Flip that's the what, container. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. You're so cool. <laughs> so much wisdom. You're cool too. I can't believe you're this cool and you're this beautiful, like in your incarnation like you're so beautiful thanks and you have and you're like so approachable and you have so much cool shit to do and say and like you keep it fucking real girl thanks i try you do trying to step into it receiving that compliment about my beauty because you know it's been a struggle for me (laughs) i like that just i can't even understand that because you're so perfect i don't get it i don't but we're all on our journeys it's true true that's your journey yeah I'll be making some posts about that shit too, the illusion of the body. And honestly, whenever I make posts about anything, it's as much for me as it oh, is for everybody for else. For sure. It's so. like a public journal. Seriously. But like interpretation of whatever you're going through. Yeah. Um, also, y'all should follow her on Insta. It's Lisa Marie underscore like Presley. And it is private, but she only makes it private so she can check you out too. Yeah. But you are more than welcome to add her. And she. She sells mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> and and other things. And other things. I've been trying to yeah. be, like, sly about telling people about that. Yeah, well, you know, you, you may or may not know what kind of mushroom. Could be some reishi, some chaga. Yeah. You don't even know. But, you don't even yeah, know. Yeah, they but are you microdoses. Know. You know, you know. You know like, if, you know, if you're you listening know. to this podcast, you probably know what's <laughs> up. <laughs> so I would hope. But, yeah, the microdosing has been really a game changer for me. And I know a lot of people that have been really 
healed by the microdosing. It's an amazing medicine. Mm-hmm. And I've I actually made a podcast about that. If y'all want to skirt, skirt back to a few episodes before, um, it's about how psychedelics changed my life. But yeah, microdosing, dude, it's the way. It is. Plants are the way. Plants. Team plants. Yep. <laughs> we high fived. Follow plants, not gurus. Ooh, <laughs> damn. That's a great concluding message. Yep. <sighs> plant life. Uh, well, plant life. We're fucking high, bro. <laughs> well, I wanted to thank you for being here. No, thank you for letting me be here. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for letting me be on your podcast i love it you're a slut too slut sermon yeah i'm an og slut i'm not anymore but i used to be i mean i'm kind of slutty still now but like mostly just with my man <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you still got that sexual energy oh for sure like you still dress super cute yeah I and you exude like sexual you know Juice. You got the juice. <laughs> I got the juice. <laughs> I got the juice, baby. <laughs> oh, um, so I'm gonna let Lisa Marie close out this podcast because this is her life work. because <laughs> um, we always close with a breathing technique. And so I will let her finish her out. And I will be making more podcasts because I'm on a trip and I have more things to share with y'all. And I love you. And yeah, thank you so much for listening and being you. And please continue to fight the good fight. I know Mercury Retrograde was a bitch. <laughs> it's almost, it's over now. It's over. Jesus over now. fucking Christ. I'm so glad. Um, wash your hands. Love your neighbor. don't say it i ain't saying that word (laughs) um but anyway wash your hands be good to each other and i love you and i'll let lisa marie take it from here thanks thanks for listening you guys kelsey's amazing as you already know you follow her podcast but this girl really has a lot of truth to speak and she lives what she speaks too which is the best part about her that's why i love her so this breathing technique that we're going to close out with is actually one that I learned from my good friend is Word. Shout her out. And this breathing technique is to help you find balance and calm the fuck down. Mm. So it's called four square healing breath. It's super easy. I'm going to guide you through it. It's four count in. We hold the breath at the top for four. We exhale for four. We hold at the bottom. Don't worry about that. I'll just guide you in. So let's take a big deep breath together. And a full exhale. Inhaling to begin. Two, three, four. Pause. Two, three, four. Exhale. Two, three, four. Pause. Two, three, four. Inhale. Two. Three, four, pause, two, three, four, exhale, two, three, four, pause, two, three, four, last round, inhale, two, three, four, pause, two, three, four, exhale.
I love you. See you next week.